Hello everyone, and welcome aboard the Life Trail Podcast. This podcast focuses on a good variable each episode that we learn to add into our lives by having experienced or professional guests come aboard. We will learn to improve both mentally and physically using that variable that we talk about. So sit back and get ready as today we will talk about the power of protection. We will talk about how we can add more protection in our lives so we could have a more safe and happy life. You might be confused on how and what we do to use this variable, but trust me, this will all be clear as we go through the episode today. This is Mahmoud Sultan, and welcome aboard the Life Trail Podcast. To start off things, I want to introduce our guest right away so that we won't waste any more time. Thus, today's guest is named Craig Gray. He will help us today with this topic, which is about protection, by the way. But anyways, welcome aboard, Craig. How are you doing, Mahmoud? I'm doing great. Thank you, Craig, for asking. (laughs) Before we officially move on to today's episode, Craig, can you tell the viewers a bit more about yourself? What do you do for a living? What current projects are you working on? So yeah, Craig, uh, tell the viewers more about you. Absolutely. My name is Craig Gray, and I am the founder of the Peace Walker Project, and I am the owner of Ronin Martial Arts Academy and Ronin Krav Maga. And what I do for a living, amazingly, it's not even like a real job. It's I I do what I love in life. Um, I have the pleasure and privilege of working with people from all over the world to be better protectors. I work a lot with police officers, um, military, security forces, uh, schools, hospitals, but also just people like you and I who want to be out and about, live better lives, and how it can just help us uh, when we're working and dealing with people. Thank you, Craig, for that amazing introduction here. And uh, it's amazing to see you work with all those different type of people, police officers, hospitals, and all the variety of people out there so that's great to see happening but anyways to start off things i would like to let the audience know about what you mean by protection so that everyone is on the right page here so craig what is meant by protection and is it mental protection or physical protection or perhaps both Uh, tell us more about it that's a great question um because it does get a little confusing a lot of times when i tell people what i do for a living um about teaching people to be better protectors, they often go to self-defense, to um, martial arts. And uh, sometimes in the United States, I don't know if you're in Canada, but in the United States, I'm in Michigan, a lot of people, they carry firearms. Part of learning to be a protector is learning how to physically protect yourself. 
but really it's I would consider it a lifestyle it's a lifestyle of how you perceive the world around you because we have a lot of differences but we have one well a few things in common one we're all human beings right and we're all in this world to to live and when we, we, we interact with one another and therefore we deal with people and with people comes conflict of all forms emotional psychological and how do you navigate that conflict and the conflicts start believe it or not inside of us so the better that we can manage and learn to deal with the conflicts inside of us and gaining tools on how to deal with conflicts outside of us uh, we can all get along better and live better more prosperous fulfilling lives so it's an integrated approach this idea of being a protector it's not just physical it's not just verbal it's not just emotional it's really all those things because you know you, you kind of heard a lot of people have heard this idea of mind body spirit you know and when we come into a relationship with someone whether it's a micro relationship you know you're interacting with someone or it's a longer term like a friend or a colleague or a even like a parent or another student so you got to be able to train in a way and have a perspective in a way that is all encompassing for learning how to not just protect yourself that's part of it because you know one of our identities obviously is that of being a human being but i have a little quiz for you and, and all you folks out there listening to us right now if you were in a situation where you had to protect yourself would you doesn't just mean physical could be verbal could be financial could be emotional you know could be getting out of the rain you know we were born as protectors the fact that we're alive is a testament to that fact I want you to close your eyes for a second and think, is there anyone in your life that you would protect? So let's give a moment for everybody to answer that question. Close your eyes and think about, I mean, if you're driving while you're listening to this podcast, then <laughs> don't do that. Uh, just uh, keep your eyes on the road, but reflect on how you want to answer this question. I'll give you a moment. So yeah, I got my result. I don't know if you did. And my result was that, yeah, of course there's someone that you'll want to protect eventually. There's always that relationship that you'll be having with someone and you'll want to protect them or at least show them that you want to protect them. So yeah, you will want to protect someone. Yeah, would you put yourself maybe at risk to protect that person? Yep. Yeah. Right? So let's say it's a loved one. Now for you, maybe it's your mom or dad or um, you know, a good friend. Can you think of, for instance, if I were to say, okay, Mahmoud, I'm going to give you a million dollars, but I'm going to hurt and do really bad things to your loved one. Would you take that money? Yeah, no, honestly. <laughs> and the people who would, either one of two things, they're either going to tell themselves a really elaborate story on why it was all right, and they're going to have regrets. So our greatest identity, aside from being a human being, is that of being a protector of self and other people. So what I hope to do is to clarify that for folks, to make sure they're protecting the right things under pressure. So that's really the, the crux of it. And it's simple, but not easy. So yeah, thank you, Craig, for that amazing response there. You're right, uh, conflict comes in different types of ways. It comes emotionally, verbally, physically, mentally, and 
and so on and so to combat it we need to we need to use protection and you helped us understand that with a cool way i really like the quiz that you <laughs> did so anyways now one thing i'm curious to know why had you picked this topic in general to talk about today do you have any past experience with protection in general or what was the reason for you to pick this topic well my story begins as a young man with my brother i do what i do today and it is really was a formative time in my life that's affected uh, me very profoundly my brother and i we're like many brothers in, in a lot of ways um but he had a lot of emotional problems he had substance abuse problems when he was a kid anger issues and uh to say that he bullied me would be an understatement he was an overachiever when it comes when it came to that when we we're talking hospitalizations and family counseling and all this type of thing so at one point in time as a young man i learned that i didn't like being victimized and although i loved my brother i didn't want to be hurt anymore and probably a bigger thing than that is i didn't want to feel like a victim or the humiliation that i felt by being the brunt of his violence and his um, abuse so for me i started my father was a marine and he started teaching me martial arts at a very young age and then um i went to he brought me to a professional school in those, in those days way back in the dark ages before the karate kid and teenage mutant ninja turtles and all this kind of stuff you if you went to a martial arts studio to, to learn you either worked in with the adults or you didn't train because they didn't have kids classes back then just was all adults and kids classes came a little bit later this was back in the 70s so it came a day a little bit later a few years later i grew a little bit bigger my brother's a few years older than i am um, so i got a little bit bigger i got a little bit more proficient in martial arts i got a little bit more confidence and the conflict happened right he he was in the middle of putting a beat down on me and i was able to stand up for myself and in this case physically protect myself and i told him never to touch me again um, and he never did right so that that is how it kind of started for me because that day i had two choices the first choice was who was i going to be was i going to be a victim or was i going to live an empowered life and be a protector of myself and and it sounds cliche i know it sounds a little trivial but that was a huge choice at that point in time that i think affected me then probably just as much as has affected me every single day since that time i could have chose, chosen to be a victim and i don't think i would have lived the same life i don't i from that point as a young man i don't think my life would have turned out as well as it had um, so i chose empowerment i chose to be what i call a peace walker i chose to be a protector first of myself here's the second question that a lot of people don't think about though because that one's kind of intuitive you know are you gonna you know are you gonna be a doormat or are you gonna stand up for yourself the other question i had and, and you have to keep in mind i mean i was a young man then this is now you're now you're talking to the 51 year old craig so i processed it differently because i spent my whole life kind of processing this but the second question that i really had was who was i going to choose to see in that other person in this case it was my brother and i loved my brother but i didn't want to be abused so i still had to be able to and i did it very intuitively at the time 
now I teach people to do it very consciously, but you have to be able to separate the person's value as a human being, their life value, from their behavior and their beliefs. I had to separate my brother's abuse from him as a person. And that really is the whole premise of my entire approach and the entire Peace Walker movement is being able to take on the identity of being a protector in a healthy, ethical way. And number two is that you've got to be able to separate someone's value as a human being, showing that value respect while you're simultaneously dealing with the, if you have to deal with the behavior and the uh, actions of the other other person, which may include in my field of work, it may include having to detain someone, arrest someone. So, but you're not doing out of hatred or that they're less than you, you're doing it based upon the actions. And you try to do that with as much dignity and respect as you can and having the skill set to make it, how do you want to say, most good, least harm. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Uh, thank you, Crack, for that response and for sharing your past experience with uh, protection to the people. And it is such a good story. And it does, I, I understand why you feel inspired to pursue this as, as your work right now is what you do. It's a great thing to see you uh, take things from your past and to switch it around to help others. So thank you, Craig, for that response. But anyways, uh, as you were talking, you mentioned that it gained you confidence to protect yourself because now you know that you are able to protect yourself. And so it gained you confidence. And this brings me to my second topic. I don't know if it's second or third topic of today, but it's (laughs) it doesn't matter. But anyways, it brings me to my next topic of today's episode which is the benefits that come from from the method of protection so yeah craig uh, can you tell the viewers more about the benefits that come from using the method of protection well it's very interesting um many there's a there's a little a kid back when i was when i was young again another young story his name was lee butler and lee butler was this is back in elementary school lee butler was the class bully he picked he was a bigger kid now when i was a kid i was a when i still am a big batman fan and for my birthday my birthday's in july i just had a birthday my birthday i got a <laughs> kind of embarrassing but i got this batman utility belt right this little toy batman utility belt now it's school time so it's a few months later and i thought i mean i just really wanted to wear this utility belt but i didn't want anybody to see so I wore it underneath like my jacket and I can remember we were out in recess and um, my jacket kind of came undone and Lee saw my utility belt. I told him to stop making fun of me, right? And he didn't and we ended up, I remember I ran in and I tackled him, I pushed him up against the wall, I got my butt kicked, right? <laughs> so it didn't look good, my, my bat belt came off and it's laying, all the stuff's laying around and so Lee basically beat the crap on me. And years later, I found out that Lee had a horrible home life. He was bullied by his dad. They were kind of poor. You know, people made fun of him a lot at school. They made fun because he didn't have new clothing. And, you know, he had like a, looked like his dad cut his hair with the clippers. He had like this buzz cut. And he was mean to everybody. But most likely he was mean to everybody because he was bullied as well. And he didn't feel protected at home. And he didn't feel protected at school. Bullies often come from people who are bullied. 
So if you can learn how to protect yourself in an ethical way and you feel empowered that you can stand up for yourself and hey, you can even help out maybe someone who can't stand up for themselves, right? You can step in. You are less likely to be a bully. So bullies kind of grow into monsters. But if you can have the right training and the right mentorship and learn how to protect yourself and to not feel vulnerable, oftentimes you, those types of folks who have higher self-esteem because of their mentoring and so forth, and they know how to handle conflict well and how, in a healthy way, they don't turn into bullies. They don't, you don't usually see people attacking one another because of, you know, they're so well adjusted and healthy. So if you are able to gain the skills and the perception of being a protector and understanding that you can stand up for yourself in a way and you also respect the other person and you can diminish the amount of conflict and you can deal with the conflict because you're, con you're confident, that's going to help your relationships. And everything is based upon relationships. Your personal life, your professional life, your life at school, right? So it by it's ironic and it's kind of counterintuitive, but by learning and embracing this idea of protecting oneself and protecting other people, you become less violent. So you almost have to embrace the violence to, to kind of come out the other side and being less violent. Well, thank you, Craig. And first of all, that was a great story, but not so great for your young self. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I, it wasn't that bad. I, I mean, stories like that do help shape your character in the future. So, I mean, you could also say that was a great thing that happened to you because you get to learn from your mistakes and you get to see the things that you've done in the past and it does help you reflect right now on how you could use protection and so yeah uh, like you said in the story it, it helps you prevent a lot of things that could happen um it could prevent you from becoming a bully which is already good enough for you to practice uh, protection <laughs> So anyway, so now we had learned about the benefits and learned about all the things that come during the process of protection. But now I want the viewers to know more about how they can practice this method of protection and to practice this method wherever the person is. So Craig, how do people practice this method of protection? Because here's the thing, you don't have to be a martial artist. You don't have to be a Navy SEAL or some special operator or, you know, a big bodybuilder or carry around weapons and all this kind of stuff. Be a ninja, whatever it is. Really, it's this idea of how can you serve better? So if you want to know how you can be a better protector, start with the Warriors Creed. And it's very simply this, wherever you go, everyone is a little bit safer because you're there. Wherever you're at, anyone in need has a friend. Whenever you go home, people are glad that you're there. Meaning that you kind of put those negative things aside and you really concentrate on the relationships at the time, you know, in the moment. So just by going by that creed of just standing up for yourself and other people, trying to see the human connection, even beyond the conflict. So when you're dealing with people, um, you know, sometimes you do have to be protective of yourself and sometimes you do have to draw a hard line and a hard boundary, but never lose sight of the human being. And hey, if you, if you are 
if you're out there, there's a lot of martial arts places, there's, you know, a lot of ways to get some training. Just make sure that uh, it comes from the right heart of being a protector, not necessarily only about sports. So, so there you go. There's a long story to a short answer or a long, long answer to a short <laughs> question. Well, it doesn't matter. Thank you, Craig. Either way, it was still a good answer. <laughs> but now, sadly, it's time to wrap up everything and to finish this episode. Thank you so much, Craig Gray, for joining us aboard the podcast. And thank you for all of your tips and suggestions. Everyone, please go out and use those tips and strategies that Craig and I talked about today. And please be safe as you're doing so. By the way, Life Trail runs on both YouTube and Instagram. So go out and check them out as more self-improvement topics will be found there. You also could head to the Life Trail website and then you could find everything there. Now one more thing, Craig, do you have any place where the audience could go out and check out your work and what you do? Absolutely. If you if you folks out there want to kind of get a better look at what this idea of being a peace walker is and actually um, kind of some steps to get you going, if you go to 6daydefense.com, you can get my free home study course and you, you'll see my mug on there and it's basically it's six days of training. Uh, it's only 10 minutes a day, so I share one five-minute video of a concept and one five-minute video of a physical defensive tactic. And you'll start to get this idea of usable skills of being a peace walker. So 16defense.com. So yeah, thank you, Craig. Everybody go out and check out Craig's work. He's such a great man. So yeah, uh, now we've come to the end of this episode. Craig, are there any final words that you want to say to this episode? Thank you, Mahmoud. I really appreciate you having me on, and thanks to all you listeners out there, too. I hope to uh, see you soon someday. Well, that's great. We'll see everybody soon. But does that mean that there'll be another episode with Craig Rayon? We'll see. But anyways, that's it for today's episode. Thank you, everybody, for joining aboard. This is Mahmoud Sultan with Craig here, and welcome aboard the Life Trail Podcast.